Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Coming up in just a few minutes, I'm going to be speaking to the founder of Girl Crew. Be sure to drop us in a WhatsApp if you have any questions you want me to ask her. You can WhatsApp me on 87 104 with MikeMurphyInsurance.ie. But first, joining me live in studio all the way from Galway is singer-songwriter Grania Cotter, who's about to perform a single of her latest album, Tides. So, Grania, take it away. You love someone else now, it's too late for me. Our lonely love is buried in the sea Where the waves roll high for the suns to shine For in my mind floats memories of you Never gave you all the love that you deserved You see, I wanted more than love I wanted all the world So I packed my bag Though it made me sad But in those bags were Memories of you Memories Memories Oh, you see in my mind flows Memories of you Memories Memories After all this time still Memories of you Stare at the sea sometimes from many different coasts That old great love we had still haunts me like a ghost And though our love is gone, I'm still moving on I sometimes don't know what's left to do And I'm glad you found someone Who makes you feel secure gone and your heart is somewhere else I'm still wandering on I'm still wandering by myself yes I like the view but is there room for two for in my mind floats memories of you yes in my mind floats memories of you yes in my mind floats memories of you Ah, 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 
of you Why can't they float away those memories of you Why can't they float away those memories of you That was amazing Well thank you so much Not at all sure. Thank you so much for coming the whole way down from Galway uh, well, we're delighted to be here, so thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah, thank so you. tell me, what was the inspiration behind that song? Is is it about an ex? Oh gosh, it's very... The song describes itself. <laughs> <laughs> it could be about anything. It could be about missing a... I know, it describes itself. It's one of those unrequited. I often say my songs seem to have two similar genres, heartbreak and decision making. And that's one of the heartbreak ones. To struggle with decision making? Uh, well, just there's a few songs like um, Compromise, Nice to Five, I swear, kind of in my 20s where I'm just like, they were, I suppose, written in intense moments where you're like, okay, what am I doing with my life? And the songs kind of came out to illustrate that. Uh, yeah. Motion, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, no, of yeah. course. Yeah, well, no, one of the biggest things musicians always say when they're in is that um, a lot of their inspiration when it comes to their day-to-day living. Yeah, very much so. And a lot of people, I know a lot of singer-songwriters actually, and some people really delve into the lives of others. Like they take, they imagine a specific situation and they put themselves in that. While I'm kind of one of the singer-songwriters where I just write about what what happens or what occurs. The only problem then is, you know, you bring it, bring it to band practice and like, this is not about me, everyone. This is... <laughs> <laughs> it's not about me, it's but, not about it me but it is. You know, so I usually use my own personal experiences. But the... The great thing about it is when you go to a gig and someone says, oh, my God, that song that, you know, you're trying to connect with others. And I suppose you're trying to empathize with others emotions as well, you know. Yeah, no, uh, of course. Sure. As you were singing that, I was like, I was envisioning <laughs> my own little things going on, as you can imagine. But, yeah, Brilliant. no, you're right. You're chugging at people's heartstrings, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So can you talk me through the writing process process of a song? So when you get the idea, like I have, I've always wondered how a song just kind of comes about. Yeah, I find you know what that's actually the easiest thing in in the with the music right now. It, it's it's weird. Some people kind of sit down and focus. Yeah, I want to write a song, but what happens to me is it's, it's cheaper than the psychologist. Um, I keep the ukulele in the car and keep it with me at all times, and it's generally as you can. A lot of my music has C in it because it, uh, like that's where I feel. I suppose it's like my sanctuary. I suppose when you just go and you get a takeaway coffee and you sit in the rock somewhere and you look out at the vast coast, that to me is heaven. You know. So it inspires an awful lot. So I usually have like a ukulele beside me and something just comes really, really quickly. The song lyrics, the whole lot generally come in a couple of minutes, 20, 30 minutes um, together because it's an, a time of intense. It just comes on you. And then, yeah, you take it away and then you bring it to the band. You're like, guys, I'm thinking of this. What do you think of that? And um, I have a great band behind me, Dave and Mike and Kieran and Alan, and they all... Um, throwing their tuppence now it's great and we're like what can we do now to really make this this something different that's amazing I don't know if you've heard but Ariana Grande just came out and was talking about you know her song Thank You Next way it's about exes and she said although it was really therapeutic to write it she finds that every time she performs it she's reliving it so would you have a similar kind of like when you have a strong association to a song kind of get tricky even when you're recording it because you're kind of so close to the topic it kind of can. So like I've both said the album Tides was released a year and a half ago. Um, and it was kind of when I was just started, I kind of went off to Paris for a couple of months and came back and I'd only half the band at that stage. And I kind of did a lot of that myself while the new stuff like Shadows that was released recently is more um, a collaboration of all of us as well. Like I wrote the song, but the arrangement was a collaboration. But yeah, there's one song called Water and um, it's it was written when I was just 
I suppose, really upset about coming coming to terms with the relationship, I suppose, and, and being at an end and what it was. And every time I sing it, I was at a I was playing at a gig recently um, a few weeks ago and someone like chatted up and like, oh, can you do water? Can you do water? I'm like, but I've been really happy. <laughs> so I don't know. Can I sing this very well? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That you do. And then at the end, you're like, <laughs> oh, sugar. <laughs> that, you know, you do resurrect some some pain and emotions down again. It's all part of it, I guess. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So how did you and the band come together? So I must actually thank uh, Ben Turner here beside me today for coming along, first of all. Uh, he's a friend of mine from Galway and uh, he was so kind to come up today to come to me. But uh, the band came together. How did we come together? Very randomly. I came back. I thought I was Hemingway or Bukowski or all those all those great composers and artists ran off to Paris. And I'm sure I was like, oh, sure, I better do that for a few months. And I brought the ukulele. That's where I learned um, how to play because I couldn't bring the keyboard. And I came back, I decided one evening, sitting by the scene, I'm like, okay, I hadn't played music in three years at this stage. And I said, right, that's it. I'm going to do something about this. So I moved to Galway and um, eventually I met um, a lovely musician called Mike, who knew someone called Mike, who Mike, so the first Mike knew the second Mike, the second Mike knew the third Mike, okay. and then I knew the fourth Mike. So I played with four lovely musicians called Mike um, for a few months. We recorded an EP and then I... The three of the other mics couldn't really play with us that much anymore because <clears throat> life and work and all that kind of stuff. So then I met Kieran O'Sullivan. So Michael Coleman has been there since the start, and then Kieran O'Sullivan on bass, and then with the album done, and then I needed to tour it. So that's when I met Dave Shocknessy and Alan Halimi. Uh, so it kind of just literally just hey, here you play the bass or here you play the saxophone. You're in for a coffee there. It all just fell down all together. fell together, yes. It's been great. Nice. And then I know that you jetted off to Berkeley for a while. I did, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, so how, how did you find that? What what were you doing over there? You were studying. Good question. <laughs> when I look back, I'm like, why didn't you make the most of this? You're in like one of the best jazz colleges in the world. Um, I didn't know I could sing till second year college. So I oh, was wow. nearly 20. I know, yeah. I was nearly 20. I was a classical violinist and trad fiddle player. And it was nearly 20. It was so annoying because when you look back, you're like, oh my God, all those years I could have been honing in in my tray. But maybe that's why my voice was the way it was because I didn't get any training at all. Um, and at the same time to write the songs, you need experiences and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I applied for, I was the right chancellor. I just, when, when I found my voice, it was in jazz ensemble. My professor, I was trying to be Stefan Grafelli in the, the violin, I think, and it well, obviously mustn't have been working. <laughs> so he's like, try your voice there and see how you get on. And he handed me a Chet Baker album. And I remember I listened to it one night. I was lived in a lovely house, but very dodgy house, <laughs> in a dodgy street uh, in, in the lovely Cork City. And uh, I had the lights off. I think there was a power outage or something, but I can't, no, there couldn't have been because the CD was working. I don't know. But the, I had a candle on and I came back into the room. I put on the CD. I'd never heard it before. And I came back into the room and I heard Chet Baker going, you don't know what love is. That was it. I'm like, oh my God, I have to try and do that. Or the emotion, that'll do. And uh, yeah, went back to the university, started singing and kind of, I realised it could just come naturally to scat. Now it wasn't, I wasn't composing at that stage. It was just singing jazz. And then applied for a scholarship to Berkeley and amazingly I got it uh, for two months. And just went over, but I was concentrating specifically on jazz, so transcriptions and writing chords and playing chords and standards. But if I'd gone now, say when I'm into composing and kind of mixing jazz and trad and pop with what I do, it probably would have been more beneficial. But I mean, it was just it was such an inspiring time. It was insane. 
yeah. Did you find a big difference between the Irish music scene and the Berkeley music scene? Oh, definitely. Um, very competitive, first of all. Do you know in Ireland, like, well, I know Ireland is very competitive, but we'd be like, oh, what do you, you know, we wouldn't step. We're ma- like, mates. Yeah, we're yeah. mates and we're friends and how are you getting on? And, you know, obviously there's a bit of competitive you know, but we'd be like, oh, sure, you're grand or well done you and not at all. While over there, like, I'm a singer, songwriter and I'm great. And be like, you actually told everyone in the room you're great. What? What's going on? Like, <laughs> no Whoa. shame. It's like, no shame. Like, they're just, I suppose, they're competitive and they're out there now. Fabulous people and the professors were great. One um, professor, he was fabulous. He was the jazz, com- um, he was the, not the conductor, the he did composition, jazz composition with us and he used to call me Ireland. He was a bit like Eddie Murphy. And he's like, yo, Ireland, how's your composition going today? But um, yeah, it was great. It was, how would you, they are definitely more um, in it to win it there, you know. Of course, yeah, yeah very different. Yeah. But then if they're paying 15, 60,000 a year for fees, you have to be, you know. Yeah, because of they're going to have to make a living out of it, you know. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And then things kind of flew off for you when you came back. Like I know that you were at Electric Picnic. Yeah, that got happened. So I didn't play after Berkeley for some. I came back and I started a band, and I kind of com- I I uh, conformed to teaching. Now I do. I love it. It's great. I can do two things that I love doing in my life, so it's great. But I didn't play for three years, and that's when I went to Paris and came back. And yeah, recently it's been great. The album got on the RT playlist. And we got to perform the other voices on Electric Picnic and Fail in the Bialcon and some really lovely um, gigs around the country. So that's amazing. Have you had a favourite gig to date? Or or I know you're touring. Do you yeah. have any interesting <laughs> tour stories for us? Oh, God, I couldn't possibly reveal them until uh. that. <laughs> In case I destroy my reputation. Um, I suppose the one I really, well, there was loads of lovely ones. But the one I really loved was the other voices. I mean, or Fail in the Bialcon, actually. Oh, my God, Fail in the Bialcon was fabulous. It's a lovely festival in Dingle. It's not the other voices, but it's held in May. So it was this time last year. And it was in, um, what's that lovely bar in the hill? The other voices used to use it a few times. Um, McCarthy's, that's it. Oh, it was gorgeous. The atmosphere, it was just a packed room and people that genuinely just wanted to come and listen and to hear. And it's great when you have an audience like that, you can involve the audience and you can chat with them and you can, that was, that was a fabulous gig. Yeah. Amazing. So do you have any gigs coming up? I do, yeah. Um, we started our tour last Sunday in Belfast, and then the second we're actually in that fantastical competition in Drogheda, the Battle of the Bands. But they're like looking forward to it. It'd be great to meet them. <laughs> I've never been such a competitive atmosphere, but they they seem lovely. Um, so that's this Thursday. This Saturday we're in Clifton in Galway, and then the following Thursday, the ninth, we're in Cork in the Swaffling Fanuc upstairs. In the following. Wednesday, we're downstairs in the Roshan Dove, super excited. And the Thursday, uh, the 16th, then we're in the commercial in Limerick. And then, last but not least, we're really excited for the Grand Social here in Dublin on the 22nd, Wednesday the 22nd. Okay, and if people want to get tickets to the Grand Social to come to come see you, where, where can they get them? Uh, you can get them on the Grand Social website. That's, I think, where you get them. That's where you get them. Do you want to <laughs> give out? It. Do you want to give out any social media handles that you have? And oh, that would be brilliant. Um, I'm only three and a half million uh, likes off a record deal, so every like or uh, Instagram following is great. It's just Grania Cotter Music on Facebook and Instagram, and you can check out the new single and music video on YouTube just under Grania Cotter Shadows. Amazing! Thank you so much. And you're going to leave us with a cover now. 
We are, yeah. We're gonna do our own interpretation of uh, Rihanna. Amazing. <laughs> working on her oh. months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And if you want to check out Ben Turner, um, he's on Facebook oh, and all those. those uh, yeah, Ben Turner Music Official. If you fancy it. Yeah. <laughs> Deadly. Thanks so much, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks so much for having us. Yellow diamonds in the light as you're standing side by side. As your shadow crosses mine What it takes to come alive It's the way I'm feeling I just can't deny But I've gotta let it go We found love in a hopeless place We found love in a hopeless place we found love in a hopeless place. We found love in a hopeless place. Shining light through an open door. Love and life I will defy. Turn away cause I need you more. Feel the heartbeat in my mind. It's the way I'm feeling I just can't deny. As your heart beats next to mine What it feels to come alive Come and come alive Oh, we found love in a hopeless place 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 We found love Oh, we found love Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.